0: Hey Podcast Community, it's Eric, and I've got something exciting for all you online entrepreneurs out there. If you're looking to take your e-commerce store to the next level, you need to check out Aurora Repricer. With Aura, you can effortlessly reprice your Amazon inventory automatically. Ready to elevate your Amazon business? Head over to stigmasandopenwounds.com Aura. That's A-U-R-A to get started.
1: welcome to a new stigmas and open wounds i'm tracy i'm eric good one there eric you jumped right in there all right so you guys this is our our last season our last episode of this season wow i'm apparently really awake this morning so yeah we're gonna do a little look back we're gonna answer a couple questions that we got in and it's gonna be a little bit of a different episode but this is kind of fun this is this is what we do here. And I just want to remind everyone that we are going to take a week off in between. So that means we're going to have a couple weeks off because obviously being every other week episode. And then we're going to come back on October 20th with a new season for you guys. So pretty excited for that one. I got got a couple ideas for that. Actually, a lot of ideas for that new season. So I think it's going to be a really great season I'm excited for it. Are you? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to really we're going to look back today. I mean, it's been it's been an incredible season, really. First at the beginning, the reason I started this is so we Eric and I we always listen to podcasts. I mean, and we always thought this would be cool to do, right?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> totally on my bucket list of things to do
1: it was always on eric's bucket list and it was so then it became kind of on my bucket list and and then what happened is eric was talking about doing a certain kind of podcast and then he kept saying yeah i'm going to do it i'm going to do it and then i started talking about the idea for this podcast and then i started saying well he was dragging his feet <laughs> i started saying well screw this i'm going to do this and i started really putting together ideas for this And I ended up getting this one together faster than he got that one together. And that one still hasn't come to fruition because he's so busy with everything else, other all the other billion podcasts he has. I feel like I I get to defend
0: myself in this and say Because that that one is a lesser
1: podcast than everything else. And it really is.
0: And it's a great one. I, I yes, I've put off this podcast, but at the same time I do also currently run for other podcasts. You do, you do.
1: Which I would like to real quickly state that literally minutes before we sat down for this, you just published a new podcast that you've been recording, and it is called Normalized Crime. Yes. So I do think that you guys all should look this up because I think it's going to be a great podcast. It is with a, a... Gentleman who used to be a Latin King. He was uh, in a gang. And now he's essentially telling his story. That's exactly
0: right. And if anybody does listen to the Milwaukee Mafia podcast, the Latin King member is yeah. Alberto Vallejo, which is we did a four-part series right. on him. And
1: I did on put Milwaukee that Milwaukee
0: Mafia. Yep. So
1: and I did put that in our in our Facebook feed so that you guys could listen to that. So some of you guys picked that up. Some of you guys didn't. I don't know who didn't. And didn't. so, so yeah. So kind of back to the story of as to why I started this, I thought, you know, I started to really get into the mode of, I'm not going to keep my story a secret anymore. I'm not going to just shout it from the rooftops to everyone. However, people with mental conditions with whatever, we don't, we shouldn't have to put on this smiley face all the time. And I wanted to just get all this information out there. And I thought this could really work in a podcast forum. So why not give it a try? And that's the biggest thing with a podcast is if you have an idea, why not give it a try? And that's my biggest advice to everyone. And that's most podcasts I've talked to. If you have an idea, guys, give it a try. And first couple episodes may have been shaky. I had a couple episodes in the middle or a couple shaky. You're always gonna have a couple episodes that you like more or less than others doesn't matter so so yeah and what really happened with this is it became kind of a therapy for me which which in times were better than others because I really worked through a lot of stuff
0: yeah and I would add to that that you don't even have to start a podcast about challenges you're facing or anything like that oh my
1: gosh yeah it's
0: just if if you have something that you just like to talk about, it's a great medium to to put right put a message out there. And Exactly. And on top it, of that, like one of our newest podcasts that we released is a horror movie podcast. Oh and my gosh, I,
1: and the guys have so much fun with yeah, that.
0: And I mean, I'll be honest with you at this point in time, nobody listens to it. But it's just so much fun to make that yeah. that why not? And <laughs> you know, why why right. would we stop? It's three of three of my closest friends from since we were kids Getting together, watching a movie, and then going on microphones and, and babbling about it.
1: Right. It, and I think the thing is, is when when you and Gavin do your podcasts, that has to do with a lot of the stuff that he writes his books about. And and that has to do with the history that he's he's a huge history buff, but then he also writes it has to do with mafia, things that he finds that he knows other people are interested in. And yes, he's interested in it too, but he goes, okay, this is history also interesting for other people. So I, I think I think what it is, is that there were times that I, w- I would look at numbers in terms of listeners and I said, oh boy, is this worth going? And then I said, no, no, no. You know, what? It, is it good for me? Is it good for that one or two people who says, Tracy, I'm getting something out of this. And then that's what really meant something to me. So those people who said something to me, really, I, I want to thank you. Thank you for anybody who has listened. Thank you to anybody who has said something to me, whether it's been by actual physical voice or by message. Thank you. And and I know there might be somebody who is actually saying no, thank you, but I, I don't do it for your things. I I actually it's it's a. It's a give and a take, honestly, Uh, because like I said, it is a therapy for me, too, because there were some times where I realized that I didn't know what I didn't know. (laughs) There was a lot that I really didn't know. So this is a growing year. And I know that's a really cheesy thing to say, because I'm realizing there's a lot of people saying this is my year. This is my growing year. But it turns out that there's a lot that I'm realizing. But this is kind of my my voice where i can tell people that hey you don't have to be quiet you don't have to do this anymore you can you can ask for help you can and this is my story are you feeling this too and we can do this together so
0: and i think that the a medical condition like we talk about on this podcast is one of these things that's a huge stigma hence the name of yeah, the podcast. yeah hence the name <laughs> it's a huge stigma so what are we taught to do with stigmas we sit and we ignore them or we pretend right. they're not there or, you know, like we try to pretend that we're normal and that right. that there's nothing wrong with us because that's what we're taught to do. And I have seen for the first time ever, this podcast has made you look at your stigma, face it, learn about it and right. find solutions to things that are happening. And, mm-hmm. and maybe I was... Blind to it before, but I don't think you were doing that before. You were a you little were, bit,
1: just not in the same way, not really as strong as I am now.
0: Not deliberately researching something right. to understand yeah, what it's because it I'm really, really like.
1: researching, and maybe I'm researching it because I'm researching it for other people, and so that I sound smarter, so that I'm not giving them wrong information. But
0: that, that plays a role in it. But I think the biggest part of it is is that you. You never had a reason. Yeah. I
1: mean, I did,
0: but it... Obviously, you did because it has helped you. But I only did research
1: to a certain point, and then I was like, oh, okay.
0: But that's not what you're taught to do. Right. There there is not a doctor that's going... You're going to go in. You're not going to see a psychologist that's going to tell you to go home and read all about these things. No, they never do. Or these things to figure out how to deal with them.
1: Right. They're like, okay, so this is what you have. See ya.
0: So the people that find that road to to facing these things you know are the ones that succeed and they do it because they force themselves to do it
1: or they find a helping hand to so so if i found somebody who helped me along the way or somebody like me and i'm not saying that i'm the the best person so so don't think that guys i'm not i'm not trying to put myself up on a pedestal but if i'm saying that i found somebody else to to guide me along the way, who knew a little bit, knew a little bit. So if you find other people who are willing to open up and say, hey, this is what I did, this is what I did. If you find other people to link arms with, that can really help. And then they can say, this is what I tried. And it's not like somebody who doesn't have a chronic illness who says, have you tried meditation? Have you tried yoga? And it's like, but if somebody has actually been there and they say, this did help or... This did, but only in this instance. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I I, th- I think that's kind of
0: in a way. This is your journal, and yes, they, they this, always this say is. they always they say always if say... you're suffering something like a mental disease, that journaling is a very effective way. Which to...
1: I actually have started to do too, <laughs> ironically.
0: Effective tool. Well, a podcast can just be can be in a way a journal. Right. I mean, it's an audio journal. You know. Yeah. And and is. We want as many people as possible to listen to this because we feel like it's an important message to be put out there and, and hopefully it gives some of the people suffering from these ailments comfort and even maybe somebody that knows somebody that
1: right. they suffering can just, from,
0: it gives them a way to learn like what that person might be experiencing. Yeah, and
1: then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I mean, and even I've learned from some of the guests or from even somebody else that I may know, I'm like, oh my goodness, I didn't know what this was. And could this be why this person acts this way? Like for instance, the last guest that we had on Jason, I had, I had a rocky history with him. And now I'm like, oh my goodness, we are, we're a lot tighter than we used to be. I I, I feel like, and, and I, I understand him a hundredfold better. And I, It's, it's just, it's insane. But like me and him have both said, you know, we've grown up more than we used to. It's, it's just, honestly, I think it was a a really great way to end the season in terms of our regular shows, because for me, that was a great learning experience. And so I hope that we can get more guests in general and just, just talking to guests anyway. So that actually leads into another part is just, just. Thanking my guests too, because having a plethora of different voices to learn from too was insane. Because just hearing different different sides and all of a sudden you get to start seeing the the different different people around you and you can start start seeing and go, oh, okay, so maybe maybe I didn't understand this about this person and maybe because I learned this from this person. So I do actually real quickly And then if you had something else that you wanted to say, but I do really quickly want to want to say thank you to my mom, Lana Lisa, Lisa hire, sorry, I almost said, said her maiden name. (laughs) Um, And I want to say thank you to Gavin Schmidt. And of course, Jason Lane that I just mentioned, I want to say thank you to those guests because you guys have really helped make our show this year, but, but yeah, like, like to your point, just being able to see things through other people's eyes has yeah and
0: and I can add to that because like the names you listed off there Gavin and Jason are two of my closest friends from high school. Right. the Gavin Knight has been a friend since was probably in 4th grade or something like that. So I've known these people all my life and when they came on and did those shows, now I I knew the basics of mm-hmm. some of the stuff they were going to talk about. Right. But I didn't really know how, 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 how much it affected them and how much, you know, how much they were suffering from this type of stuff. I just knew it was there. Right. You know, and, and in that really opened my eyes to see like, okay, now I can understand why people have stigmas to this because they don't truly understand how, oh, yeah. how much these things are affecting people, you know, because it's I mean, so these were true. two of my closest friends and... And they never really talked about it. they well, never really
1: and like like to that point too, I think if people we you and I have spoken that if people were to to have to just judge us off offhand where there was a, a point where I had snapped at you and and it was actually one of Jason's girlfriends who we were pretty sure hated me offhand because I had snapped at you one time and and you're, you thought nothing of it because you knew that I was either anxious or whatever. And and we're pretty sure that she just thought I was disrespecting you. And you thought nothing of it because you just went along with it. and And had she known or had we explained it, whatever, it probably would have been fine, fine. However, because nothing was stopped and explained or because she didn't know, and I'm sure that's happened with multiple people that we have encountered. I'm that, sure it has. That yeah. they just either think I'm disrespecting you or think I'm a bitch or whatever. And and that's fine. <laughs> that's, <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I mean, honestly, 50% of the time I am. <laughs> but but no, that's if they don't want to take the time to get to know me, that's understandable. I make rash decisions or rash judgments at times too and then sometimes I have to stop myself we all do it we all do it it's whether you say you don't we can say we don't and then we have to stop and say no we've you and I have had this discussion and we're not going to go down that rabbit hole on here but we can say we don't but we can try really hard but we make rest rash Mm. But, but yeah it's It's all in taking the time to say, hey, you know, what can this person be going through? And maybe it's just a bad day or maybe it is deeper. Mm -hmm. So so you know what? That kind of leads into one of our questions that we got. And and it is is there anything on this show that I have explained further or that has that I have explained that you have gotten to understand better?
0: Like, this is a question for me.
1: Yeah, this is a, a question from a viewer. So, what it is is, is there anything this season that I have made you understand more or better that or have taught you?
0: I mean, I think, wow, God, listener, good job, man. Really <laughs> dug down and did not pick a simple question here. Well, I mean, so I think there's a lot of things that. That by digging into details, I learned i I guess I always knew that these things existed, and um, but I guess I didn't really under how do I explain it? It's kind of like uh I knew they were issues, but it was really interesting to have the issue put to a title, sort of yeah, so to speak. Yeah, yeah.
1: I get you because like, even that that happened to me so, too. So like, like sensory overload, for instance, or when we talk, yeah, like when we
0: talked about some of those things, where okay, I heard sensory overload, but and then and then I realized then through the through the course of the lesson or the co- podcast, you talked about what sensory overload was. And in my head I could start putting together times
1: yep, where that you were like that I was and, like, get away, please, please, please. And or- it's
0: not it's not even just you. It is also me. Like I yeah. I can I can tie times where I was suffering from sensory overload. Because if everybody remembers from back to that episode, sensory overload, while c- it's it's more frequent with a person that has a mental disease. Mm-hmm perfectly normal people always will have sensory overload as well. Right. So I can remember times where I even had this week s- we just overload. we just
1: had to leave Panera. It gets to lunch hour and all of a sudden it's like the flood doors open and and it was like nope, it's not five people in there anymore. It's 50 people and mm. we have to leave. And I think you had uh the difference between panic attack and anxiety attack. Even I learned slightly more with that one that's a hard one so that's almost one that we'd have to go through episode by episode to to, to go through
0: yeah honestly to truly answer because, that question because there's there's just been there too were- much throughout the season for for me to talk about but pretty much every time we talked about anything i learned A little, little by little. You know, we start. I started by talking about how you never faced your your condition. Well, at the same time, I've never faced your condition either, right? You know, because
1: how could you? Because if I didn't,
0: right? I mean, we both just kind of ignored it and worked around it, which is what you kind of have to do. I, I wouldn't say ignore it, but at least acknowledge it and work around it is probably the much better solution yeah. to do it. But I never really faced it, so I never really understood. I understood that the way you, you understood were. understood it but more I than a under, lot of people. I did not understand why the, th- the factors that were playing into you being...
1: Even I'm you know, still... You know,
0: like you snap at me and I would say, well, oh, it's a bipolar moment. But I didn't understand why Why? it was a bipolar moment, what what the driving factors behind the bipolar moment were. And a lot of that has come much more in focus to me. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if that hugely helps me anymore because like, as a man, I don't know if I've just become so immune to your bipolar (laughs) moments or or (laughs) because it just really isn't a, a stickler for us anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's not a stickler. I think it's just you sort of can sense, like especially like for instance right now, I'm more hypomanic, so I think it's just sort of you know like okay maybe maybe she's just a little bit more easier to to snap than when she's like you you tend to to be able to notice when I'm a little bit more blue or whatever, which. My mom could always do too. I must just wear it on my face, but I mean, you have a very like, how do I explain your face? No, you have a very like
0: your spectrum is pretty wide.
1: Yeah, it it does swing real wide. Like when I get excited, I cannot, or or like hypomanic, I cannot stop talking. Well, let's just follow along with the questions because these are fun. We have two more questions, so. This we can both answer and it is what is something you would tell your younger self. And I can take this one first because I I just kind of thought I would take time to answer this and on my own and I should have prepared you for this. I apologize. So my something that I would tell my younger self is to be more confident and I also would try to tell myself, my younger self is, you know what, you're, you're going to struggle like every single day eventually, <laughs> and you're going to have ups and downs, but the good days, they're going to be pretty good. Like you're going to travel, you're going to do this and take chances. Don't forget, take chances. And that's why you got to be confident. And the problem is, is when I was younger, I was such a scaredy cat. I, I still, I still kind of am. But the thing is, is I'm trying to let go of a lot of that. I mean, I go ziplining. I, I do a lot of this. And and props to my mom. She's really doing a lot of uh, stuff because she's just like, I, I'm just, I'm trying to be like you guys. I'm trying to, I know you guys want to do ziplining. So then I want ziplining for you guys. So I, I give her so much credit because she's she's really trying to, to try to breathe deep and, and give in to, to let go of some of those fears. So so that's that's really cool for for her to do that. So I'm trying to like tell my younger self, like if I if I could, like, you know what? All those fears that you had when you were young, because I had a lot, they're not worth it. And at this age, I'm just living. I'm just really trying to live, especially now. Like within the last three, especially one or two years, I'm really growing. I'm becoming way more confident. And even though each day is a struggle, some days are more, some days are less. I, I just, there's no reason not to be confident in some days. And yeah, I know the depressing days suck real bad, but I just, there was no reason for me to be such a wuss or just so, so afraid of everything when I was so little. And so even in high school and even so, that's what I would tell my younger self.
0: So what would I tell my younger self? So the number one thing I think I would tell my younger self is I was a lot like you where I worried too much. I often t- t- say that when I was a kid, I was afraid of everything.
1: Yeah, I know, because people could tell you that your hair would glow in the dark, and you cried <laughs> and because I, well, you believed I mean, them. come
0: on. That was really young, though. I know, okay, I that, know,
1: because you had, you had the blonder at, hair than I did. I mean, it was blonde. At 13
0: and, years old, I was not crying because I thought my hair growed in the dark. But
1: That would be funny, though. But
0: no, I was always afraid of everything, and I if I could go back and tell myself to like just loosen up and... Yeah, and, that's and, that's another part of the be confident. Loosen was, up. And... Pretty much, I got there on everything. I just wish I would have gotten there faster. Yes, that's exactly I mean, th- it. That's the biggest thing, but but I also think no, that's unreasonable because just right. the way you our minds work, you have to it. give it time.
1: Exactly. And it's sort of like where I was able to zip line at you know a younger age. My mom had to get there at at whatever age she had to wait until we did it. Mm-hmm. So
0: well, she probably never had a time reason to sit blind before exactly exactly I mean. so
1: sorry i didn't mean to but, cut you off
0: but yeah so i mean i i guess i would go back to myself and just be like not not worry about and one of the things that i think has made me the strongest that i've ever been is when i stopped when i stopped listening to other people when i stopped yes when i stopped just doing what i thought i was supposed to do yes and instead just did what i thought was right exactly like, I have found that in my life that I feel like if I trust my instincts, my instincts are pretty good. And I'm not going to say that everybody can do that, but I have found that what I think I should do has worked pretty well for me.
1: It is so true. I mean, if you listen to nothing else in this episode, guys, that is because, I mean, I don't care anymore if I go out and I look stupid checking the mail or taking the trash out or, I mean... Hell, even if my hair looks really weird Going to the store Or whatever I I just don't care anymore Because who cares if I see these people again Who cares if I don't It doesn't matter None of, most of this stuff
0: matters The one thing I will say about that though I think that's the most important thing for everybody Is to be themselves And to, you know, trust themselves But also remember that depending you know if you're a 15 16 year old kid and you're trying to be completely independent of every everything else it's an extremely difficult thing to do because yeah what we experience at our age is very different than what they experience at their age and the pressure and, oh my and goodness. the judgment and everything yeah, is very I mean, apparent
1: I mean there there definitely is is a, a a thing where like Jason was talking about how his son has to go to a public high school And where they live, it's a very, very small population. So trying to find kids that are like his son who's who's different, etc., that's really hard for him. So so at that age being different, it's really, really hard. So and then but being our age being different, it's almost celebrated. Well, it it's depends on it depends on depends on who you find I guess because cuz like to me I'm just like eh, it's I not like
0: celebrated being, it's just yeah. it's not it's
1: more okay you, know, you can and,
0: find people that that are okay with it. And so. when you're in high school everybody's up in everybody else's stuff. Well, just, and and there, once, there's
1: still people that are up in everybody's Yeah, but it's stuff. not
0: like everybody everybody yeah. is in high school. Yeah. You know, everybody is there to judge you in high school whereas who judges you right now in your life? It's well. So it's a believe l- me.
1: There's people that will that judge, but but do you have to go
0: to an institution for eight hours a day with them every day. No, you don't.
1: Don't, technic- don't lie.
0: Don't lie because there I is. I don't. I
1: don't. But people work, <laughs> right? But it <laughs> it depends. Let's just say it depends. However, there's ways around it. You know what? If I went to a work right now, I would still have my purple hair. I would find a a place that would allow me to have my purple hair because I, I I just I can't I have to be me.
0: And most people wouldn't judge you for that. But in high school they will. Because people are more judgmental in high school. It's just Yeah. Don't ex, don't ask me why that is.
1: Cuz you're growing and that's just
0: But but you know what? That's not completely it because I yeah, was I in know. the I was in the military and there was just there was 45-year-old men that were like little high school boys. In the military, I think
1: it's just because they never they, had the chance to like they went to places. There's like, something like an that happens as an
0: adult that you grow up. Yeah, and for whatever reason, the military for a lot of purpose takes that away from you. It's true. I'm not. I might. Well, God, we might get like some really bad feedback because we're making. I'm making fun of the military, but I guess if you know me, that's what I'm going to do because I don't like the military very much.
1: So. That was going to be Eric's other podcast. <laughs> Well, let's transition before you start saying something that you shouldn't into our last question. And this is this is going to be our fun question. So, so, so this one, I think you know what's coming on this one, Eric. This, I don't
0: remember. I okay. think you probably told me what this question was, but I have, cannot remember at all what
1: it was. So. All right. This one. What's our favorite Taco Bell order? Now- before we answer this one, I have to preface this and say, Jake, I don't think that you knew. We have a Taco Bell aficionado over here because Eric used to work at Taco Bell. So, Eric, when you used to work at Taco Bell, was there anything that you used to make other than trouble?
0: Um. Well, so, if I recall correctly... The best meal you could ever make is is you take a nacho bell grande plate, okay? Yes. And I believe, if I remember right, it was a bean burrito. <laughs> you put that on top or you put that on the plate. Okay. okay? Then you smother that nacho cheese over the top. You do a big nice smothering of nacho cheese. Then you put some jalapeños on top of that and then you put some onions on top of that. And you eat it with a with you eat it with a fork. Very good yum <laughs> uh i I do not eat at taco Bell a lot anymore,
1: no, but we, we did we did fairly recently <laughs> but,
0: but they used to have this thing called a chili cheese burrito, I believe, okay, which I don't think exists anymore
1: I don't feel like I've seen those on commercials, and
0: they weren't very good,
1: it does they not were, sound good at all they, they weren't
0: very good, but if you sprinkled a little nacho cheese on top of them and a little sour cream on them, closed them up, they were yummy. They were, like, perfect.
1: Oh, man. See, when I ever... I never went to Taco Bell a lot, but I was always a quesadilla girl. I, I'm i just a quesadilla girl whenever. Like, whenever I go anywhere, I always do quesadilla. And Taco Bell has this one sauce that is just theirs. It's like that... That really weird tan color. I think, remember the last time that we went there, is I said, I it like I the need Baja that.
0: sauce, maybe? Dude, I don't know what it's or called. Or is it like <laughs> the ones in the packet? Is that it's what's... in the packet. We oh, had okay. it in our okay. fridge
1: at one point, like when we first moved
0: into our house. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about, yeah.
1: And the last time we were there, I was like, I need this sauce, Eric. And and I swear, when we went there recently, I, I, I think every kid that was working there was high, except for the one that was working the register, because he was... Supposed to be like the responsible kid, and, yeah, it was. That's that's the place that you either go there if you are drunk or you are high, or and, both. Or both. Yes, or both. But I, I just, I don't know. And that's that's an interesting place. But usually, when we were drunk or had a few, we would stop at Quick Trip because that had better food. So, I don't know, man. A not a Nacho
0: Supreme, nothing much beats that. That's pretty good.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had any of
0: those. You've never had a Nacho Supreme. It's like the see, flagship thing at Taco Bell. But there's Bell.
1: there's two there's You can't
0: you can't judge Taco Bell if you have never had a Nacho okay. Supreme.
1: Tonight that's our <laughs> thing. We're going to have one tonight. And but there's two things that I can think of with Taco Bell. One, is that whenever I would drink, is that I would tell people, or, or whenever Taco Bell would come up, I would tell people, I said, that I said the specific thing is that my cousin Jake always told me that when he would come out in the kitchen after being drunk and he heard the next morning and he saw the Taco Bell bag, he goes, oh man, I was Taco Bell drunk last night? And you know that's a bad drunk. <laughs> so that's that's one thing. Two. This was many years ago. We were in Chicago and we were trying to go through the drive-through <laughs> oh, yes. in in Taco Bell. And I think we finally gave it up because and this was I think it was like on the bad side of Chicago. No.
0: No, was it was it? it was right across the street from Wrigley Field. Okay. There used to be a Taco Bell. Re- it might I still just, be there. There's I just a remember Taco it Bell. was
1: by a, by a baseball stadium, but and there was a girl in a short dress, and she was hammered because she just decided that she was going to release herself in the... in the, the Taco Bell parking lot. Yep, she pulled mean, up her dress.
0: Let's let's be honest.
1: Honestly, You're that... You're in
0: Wrigleyville, okay? There is probably not a slimier place in Wrigleyville to pee. Than, than a, in Taco Bell, like like if I was going to choose a place, if I had to go, and there was nowhere uh, no option for Taco a public Bell. toilet for me, I would probably be in the Taco Bell parking lot because other, otherwise it's just everything else. is I mean, is honestly, too nice,
1: anytime so. I'm in Taco at at Taco Bell now, which is not often ever, but I always just look for a girl. Just <laughs> I, I do. I don't know.
0: You just thought that was a thing or what?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I no it. Hey, you never know. I don't go to Taco Bells except for if I have a m- migraine and but that at that I digress. So, I mean, this is this has been an incredible year though for our for our podcast. So, I just I just want to kind of take a look over what we've done and uh I'm looking over if we got our our logo on a beer. I just I just would like to. That is weird, really weird, right? It even is really though, weird. Even though, to be fair, it's
0: extremely small. But I don't care. It's still cool. It's-
1: actually, I mean, if you look at it, this logo is the biggest logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think my logo is the biggest logo, or our logo is the biggest logo on there. Although you have two Milwaukee Mafia logos technically on there.
0: Yeah, I think I think that they clearly stated that the stigmas and open wounds was the best logo of all the podcasts that they put out. So yeah, but yeah, it's too bad you can't get the beer anymore. But not needless to say, wonder if it tastes good.
1: I know. I wish I could know (laughs) if it tastes good. I wish they made an NA version. Yeah, I really do wish they made an NA version because I wish I could taste it. But it looks beautiful. But I mean. I just want to say it's, it's been an incredible season and we're going to have a really great season coming up for you. Our new episode that's going to be coming up is going to be about putting on a face and it's, it's just going to be about the fact that, Hey, we, when, when we go out there, (laughs) sometimes we just kind of have to, we fake it. (laughs) I do that all the time. We were kind of talking about that earlier. Kinda of fake it till you make it.
0: Everybody does, huh?
1: I fake it all the time. The the last time one of the last times we went out in public, I was like, I don't know what to do, Eric. <laughs> I don't know how to act. <clears throat> and I think I think a lot of us know how to know what that's like. So I think that's really that's really the most that, that we uh I think that's really the main thing that that we had to cover. That I wanted to cover today I just wanted to look back at our at our season all the amazing things that we covered I mean we really dove deep on a lot of the, the things and if you guys have anything that you want us to cover next season please message us uh, you know our you know our our email stigmas and open wounds gmail.com and of course we have our Facebook and Instagram. But Eric, obviously, I want to know, is there anything that you want to talk about on this end of season episode?
0: Well, I think that it's very important for everybody to get their story out.
1: Yes. And
0: and if there's one thing I've learned in the past two years from building my first podcast to building four podcasts is <laughs> that, yes. that everybody has a story to tell, but most people are not willing to do the work very, to, very true. To, to create a podcast to tell that story. So if you are out there and you feel like you have a story that pertains to the subject matter of this podcast and would like to tell that story, I would highly encourage you to reach out to us because we are happy to put you on the air and let you tell that story so people can hear it. Oh my gosh, yes. Guests uh, are the best
1: part of this, I think.
0: Right. And and if anything, if you're like, well, I don't want anybody to hear the story. Well, it's just good for you to have a digital recording of... Your story, and you can just pretend that nobody ever heard it, because they're not gonna. We, you don't have to give out your email address. You don't have to give out your social security number. Nobody's gonna be knocking on your door talking about how they heard your story. So, so reach out to us because we love to hear those stories, and we want to put those stories out so people can see this, these stigmas from all different angles and from all different people. It's so true. It's so
1: true. I mean, and the thing is, the thing is, is that. If you, com- if you compare Jason's anxiety to Gavin's anxiety to really my anxiety, all of our anxieties are different.
0: And it's the same thing with everything. And I will say that one of the primary things that I've heard from people when they talk about your conditions, the thing that people say that is like, well, I know another person that has depression and they don't act anything like that. <laughs> yes. And it's... And it's like, you're right. But their body chemistry is You're probably different. right. They do. But it's a mental illness and everybody acts differently. You know? Right. Like, I'm not going to ever believe exactly the same things you believe. And that's just because of the way I was raised, the way my brain works. Right. Everybody's different. So everybody's going to have a different response to these things. So I think it's important because as you tell your story, there might be somebody's out there suffering from the exact same ailment, but the way they suffer is completely different. Exactly. And it's important for that person to know that there's a person out there that feels feels it the way they feel it. Yes. You know, like so they, they don't need start to be validated. Que- yeah, they don't start questioning whether they're normal m- or yeah, or if it's in their head that they're suffering from this because yes. it's not the exact same way. That, that you suffer from it or I suffer from it because everybody suffers from these things differently.
1: Yes, it is so true. Like like well, I have a boy, how come my boy doesn't act like your boy? <laughs> well, no, no, because they can't all act the same. Like they're not all going to grow up and be astronauts yeah. and doctors. Some boys play with dolls, some boys do this, some because they all turn out differently no matter what body chemistry is different brain chemistry is different so we all have to understand that that the way that it takes on in one person's brain is is just different you know and and when you hear that somebody has autism i think most people uh, well not even most people there's a lot of people who understand that okay autism is a scale. So when I said, okay, so Jason, when you said that, uh, Autumn is autistic, where on the scale does she lie? And he, he says, you know, okay, she's very functional and she only does this. Okay. So that's great. She's, she's here. Okay. Well, I have a, I, you know, Eric's cousin is autistic. My friend has a, has an autistic daughter. So I have like three examples right here. They are all extremely different so right there three examples you know and then like like eric just use that example well i have a friend who's depressed and they so there's there's so many different examples of how it works differently in somebody's brain hmm. and that's why it's important to get our stories out there because just because one person two people act this way doesn't mean everybody's going to act this way And it's I think people and doctors and everybody are just understanding more and more that it's not the same each time around. And maybe that's even why I'm understanding my my illness more. But I think it is just because I'm taking the time. But but yeah. So one more time, I just want to thank you guys all for listening this entire season or partial season or episode. Whatever you guys listen to. I just want to thank you guys, want to thank all of my guests, and I want to thank my co-host, my partner, Eric. I just want to thank everybody, and I hope that you guys tune in to our new season, which comes out on October 20th. I'm looking much forward to that, and we'll be back so with that can,
0: can I just add one more thing? Of I'd like course. to thank one other person. Yes. I would like to thank our cat Sterling who has oh my been gosh. this whole episode, he's been absolutely adorable yeah, just sitting very sitting right next to me, cuddling up and just enjoying this podcast. So so an ode to him because he's usually not like this at all. He's usually chaotic and I usually and, have
1: to cut our cats out multiple <laughs> times because if I Put them downstairs, I have to... They cry and I have to cut out meows. Otherwise, they're upstairs and I have to cut them out. So, yeah. I should also thank our cats for helping me edit or adding in extra meows. So, thank you to Frankie and Sterling. <laughs> for, making,
0: for making the edit, teaching you how to properly edit a podcast. Yes. So,
1: so with that... <laughs> I'm Tracy.
0: And I'm Eric.
1: And that's Sterling.